You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Good Lad Unscripted. I'm Terry Goodlad. Uh, my beautiful wife, Anna, has rejoined me today as my co-host. <clears throat> I've been busy. Yeah, you have been busy. <laughs> Elaine's off at a birthday party today, and, and uh, it's perfect timing. We just we just just got home from church. Yep. Put the kids down for a nap. We're going to do this podcast. We want to talk about judgment, judging others. Isn't that the perfect theme after church? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it, well, I'll tell you why. And this, our, our church is awesome because there is no judgment there, which is no, there really isn't. very different from the churches I went to growing up, which made me stay away from church for a long, right. long time. And so it, we, we learn every time I go there and I listen, I'm like, ah, oh, there's such a breath of fresh air, yeah. you know? And, and it was kind of funny today because, you know, we, you, we walked into church and we're standing there waiting for everybody else to show up, Kimmy and Tammy and like that. And, Our a, la crew. and a lady walked in. Mm -hmm. Now, just back up a couple days, <clears throat> I go to a coffee shop uh, here in Las Vegas, and that's where I do a lot of my writing, so I can get away from the kids, and it's <laughs> quiet, and I can sit yeah. there and focus. And the other day, I was there, and there was a lady there, and uh, and she kept walking by my table and smiling, and kind of putting a little bit of extra English into her hips as she's going by, and like that. And, and you know, I didn't really notice that much, but it was it was very obvious that you know she was trying after to get, a while yeah like i think about the fifth trip or something like that it was starting to get my attention you know and so i was about wrapping it up after that so anyways i wrapped up and i left and i came home and i told you about it mm -hmm. and we kind of had you know a bit of a chuckle and like that well we're standing in church this morning and lo and behold that same woman walked in it with was the like, same dress right and she <laughs> looked over at me saw me and immediately turned her head away right, right. and and the thing of it is is the what first are the odds Right. But the first thing is, is, you know, aha, see, you know, like, like we caught her or something like that. But, but again, I'm standing and I'm thinking, you know, I, I don't know what she's going through. I mean, I was wearing my wedding ring. It was right. obvious I was married, but, uh, I don't know what she's going through. You know, it's not like I'm thinking, ah, and you show up in church, you know, so right away. Right. I you judged her. That was my first reaction. Center. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, how dare you, you know, you hussy, you know, <laughs> I don't know what she's going through. I don't know, you know, I, may, maybe maybe she recognized me from church. Maybe that's why she kept walking by. I have no idea. I just assumed something. Right. But uh, but that's the thing. I Did she drop her keys? No, she didn't do the, <laughs> the bend and Okay, well, then, the yeah, we don't know. <laughs> you know. She didn't do the bend and pop, no. No, but that's the thing is, you know, why did why did my mind immediately go there? And And, you know... We have a tendency to do that. We do. And I think every human being has judged somebody at some time mm -hmm. for something unfairly. And and when we were talking about this, I thought of a meme. And I unfortunately don't have the meme here in front of me. But I remember basically, not verbatim what it said, but what it said. And it said, basically, if, if I asked you to jump out of an airplane without a parachute, would you do it? No. But if the, if the airplane was parked on the ground... Right. You see what I mean? And the point is... You don't have the whole story. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't make the, a judgment until you know the whole story, right? Yeah. And yeah. so that's the thing is is that there's... you know Unless somebody does something hurtful or something like that, you know, you it's a different thing. You may have to take your distance, but... People are on their paths because of their 
history. You know, we we do that when we try to understand our kids. I just went to, you know, that two full day course and it's like instead of looking at the behavior, think about what is it that is causing the behavior. Right. Why is that child acting out in that sense that you just like what in the world? Like you know better, right? Why is that Walmart clerk being rude to you? Right. right. Whatever it is, you know right? What and so day. it's like, okay, take a step back and be like, you know what? Maybe they're having a rough day. Maybe maybe their child's sick. Like it could be anything. Right. And and, and they could just be a jerk. <laughs> but you don't you, know, you don't have to stoop to that level. You don't have to right. be a jerk right back. Right. Right. You know, you can always be nice. At least you can go away knowing you're the bigger person. How does it benefit you to go off on somebody? How does that make your day better? Because you're going to go tell that story a dozen times afterwards. Mm -hmm. Each time get even more wound up than the actual incident itself. And there goes your day. You'll never get that day back right. that you spent. You know, it's, it's like arguing on Facebook with some fool. Oh, gosh. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like, why waste the time? Why not? Yep. Go vote for your name here and, you know, power to you you know you're not going to change their mind anyway no right? so, no um and the, the reason why judgment is a big thing for me is that i, I have a, i have an issue with it and something happened this week and we're going to get to that thing this week because it was funny it's funny but it's not funny right and what it was is um i, I guess we'll just start there right yeah yeah <clears throat> so i i posted that i was available for bookings in uh, March and April. Right. And so I posted that on my Facebook page. And I said, if you want a book, you know, contact me, you know, through my website, there's an email there, you can go there, check rates, etc. Or you can just send me a messenger on messenger. Right. And so, you know, some messages started coming in. And then one and came you had in, your basically, uh, quite a few pictures from your portfolio. there. Right. I had a bunch of pictures that were there, you know, anything, nothing that would be banned from Facebook, but right. you know, what, you know, stuff that I do for a living, right. And have done for the last over two decades. And so I get this message and it's from a lady and it says porn shots. Right. And so my response was, uh, sorry, no, I don't do porn shots. You'll have to find somebody else. Right. Right. And kind of, okay. And then just on to the next thing. And then something told me later to go check her profile. Well, I check her profile and this woman's like very much a Christian. Everything on there is about Christianity. Mm -hmm. And so I realized she was actually giving a shot, giving me a shot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't know what she was thinking when she read, but I, what I put back. Did, he, did she reply? No, she never did. <laughs> I mean, she may listen to the podcast. If I did, sorry if I hurt your feelings, but right. no, I don't do porn shots. So. Right. But, uh, but I realized she wasn't asking to model. She was, porn. she wasn't asking me to do porn shots of her. She right. was, she was just basically saying that the shots. She was of, judging my photo photography, photography as porn yeah. shots is what she was, which is in my business has, been a constant right throughout my whole you career. had been away from that for so many years oh gosh, now yes. that it's like you come back to work and it's the first week yeah. you put your portfolio out there you say hey you know i'm available for the booking and that's one of the first and unless they're wearing like, a wooden barrel <laughs> you know right. with a bag over their head no somebody's gonna think that something might wrong still well you know what it's not very different than you starting. You started a, a an Instagram page for my modeling pictures, yes. and I I hardly even have you know time to do my and own Instagram. <laughs> my own Instagram. So I'm like, you know what, Terry? If if you think that's a good idea, start. But you manage for me. Like mm -hmm. you can post it. 
and what it was the first day you got oh right two away messages. i've got all kinds of guys right. you know and and it's kind of funny because i'm i'm <laughs> you know i'm you're aware of what I'm posting, but I'm posting it for you, right? And I'm right. doing this, and so I'm, I'm managing it for you, right? And uh, and these guys are writing, and yeah, it's, it's the same thing because yeah. I haven't posted any of my modeling pictures for so many years. No, the first thing is on the profile. It says first thing is God first, yeah, and then you're married to to, right. to me. Nobody cares, and no, and they, they so right away if you're wearing a bathing suit or you're just posting anything on Instagram, you're you know you're open for business, right? Right put in this box and yeah. and that's a problem with judging people right yes. and that's and you know and I, I don't know of an instance where i could ever defend judging somebody right you know on another a more politically sensitive issue we have an african-american foster son mm -hmm. okay that we raise and his mom which mm -hmm. is a daughter to us mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and we see Crystal's pretty oblivious to it all. Mm -hmm. Like she doesn't really pay attention to that kind of stuff. And she could care less if somebody thinks anything ill of her because of her skin color anyway. Right. But we see it, mm -hmm. you know, we see it. And I think, wow, if you knew this girl's story or if you knew this little boy, if you took five minutes to play with him and find out what kind of a kid he is, right. You wouldn't be thinking what he's thinking just because his, his skin is dark. Yeah. Right. And so, and so we see this all the time in, in my business, uh, you know, being a photographer now, understand I've shot fitness events. <laughs> I've shot food, uh, food. <laughs> I've shot, you know, uh, goodness buildings. I've shot children. I've shot, you know, I've shot just about everything there is to shoot landscapes, everything, you know, but I'm a pornographer and I've been accused of that by family members, by right. in-laws, by friends, you know, I've lost friends over it and, and like that. And, and my thing as a Christian man is, you know, nobody that nobody going to church needs saving. They don't need to be convinced to go to church. They don't need to be convinced to investigate a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to go to the dark places. Mm -hmm. You know, we're sin abounds, and you're supposed to be a beacon of light there. Right. And the darker the place, the brighter the light. Right. And that's the idea. And and so you know, when I got into the fitness industry, there's a whole, and I won't get too into it's this. It's a but, dark place. <laughs> well, you know, you were a competitor yeah. there and you know what it's like. You know, you've got, you know, judges that want you to go up to their room, quote unquote, to take a look at you before the contest. A, from a sporting event, why would you go, you know, and, and so, the, yeah. Yeah, the whole thing is just wrong. You're not going up there There's for anything. There's a lot of opportunity there for people to take advantage of. Wherever you have money, yeah. sex, beautiful women, yeah. and you know, you're going to find Power. people that are going to want yeah. to exploit that. And, sure. and, and some people are willing to be exploited mm -hmm. and some people invite being exploited and some people don't want to be exploited. Right. But the thing of it is, is in that industry, you know, and, and I'm still proud of my time and how I conducted myself. And mm -hmm. it was one of the reasons why most of the magazines wanted me working for them because they never had to worry about right. being embarrassed by a controversy or anything like mm -hmm. that, you know? And, and so I was proud of how I conducted myself as a photographer. And, and, uh, and so I think it's hard to take criticism like that when <laughs> everything you're doing, like you, you feel like you want to explain yourself. You feel like you want to say, you know, I, I, I can relate because 
um, I'm from a different culture. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute because right. that's something we deal with. We, we were dealing with it jokingly, but dealing with it last night. Yes. Um, so I come from a different culture where, you know, people are not embarrassed about their bodies. I mean, there are definitely boundaries, you know, where like you were comfortable with this, not comfortable with that. But for the most part, it's uh, it's not as repressed as it's in America. And so I was telling Elaine last night, you know, growing up, we would be at the beach in our bathing suits and then you would go to the grocery store on the way home and you just had your flip-flops on. Like you didn't bother putting on clothes. And my dad would slip on a t-shirt over top of his Speedo, which just made him look like he's naked, <laughs> but no one, is looking and you know and then i moved here and my modeling pictures you know for me that's that was me and that was me you know through different phases of my life but i'm proud of all of them Mm -hmm. you know uh there are some pictures that i took back then that now at 45 i feel like you would look a little desperate if I were taking the same pictures. Con- the context has changed. Right. You know, I was in my early 30s and I was living one kind of a life, but I have always uh, been very proud and has always been in my own comfort zone. Um, but I it has been too much for certain people. And then you're criticizing your But did you judge. ever feel like you were compromising your morality? No, and that's the thing. And I think at the end did of the day- Did you ever take pictures that your parents would look at and say, oh my God, she's gone off the deep end? No, you know- Anybody it, that's in your family in Brazil or anything, like right, no, and that's right. the whole point. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we all have our own relationship with God and our own- walk with God. And you're looking at this from a Christian perspective, because that's what that lady was saying coming from. But even even if somebody did push the limits, even if they took pictures, it's not my case, but even if they took pictures, they they they're not proud of. That's what grace is for. Mm -hmm. It's still we're not supposed to judge them. Mm -hmm. We're still supposed to love them. We are not supposed to ostracize them from church or from anywhere, you know what I mean? So what is that going to do? What is what is us judging somebody else going to do for that person? Well, and here's the thing, you know, I go back, I go back to my own childhood. You know, my, my mom was divorced when, and this was during the sixties. And so, you know, there were some of my own family members were not allowed to, not because she was divorced, but, <clears throat> There were, there were kids in school, friends that I couldn't hang out with. Yeah. Uh, their parents wouldn't because my mom was a divorcee. Right. You know, that was a big black mark in those days, you know, and your reputation in a scarlet letter, right, was being a divorcee. And so, uh, so there's just a lot of my friends I couldn't hang out with. There was, I was, you know, at one point, my, one and of my relatives said I was a bad influence on, on right. these, on my relatives. And so, and so the thing of it is, is I, I look at that and all that did, um, and I remember another time, all that did is made me not like those people. Right. And not want to be around those people. And I remember another time when I was an adult and I was a cop then. Mm -hmm. And the partner I was working with, he was a Christian guy. And, uh, you know, we wanted to go to church. So we stopped in at a church and the pastor was telling a story about a guy and a girl that belonged to the church Mm -hmm. that were not married, but had a child Mm -hmm. and they wanted to get the child dedicated. And the pastor was telling a story. And the point of the story was to ridicule 
these two for how r- ridiculous it was to bring in this child that was born out of sin mm-hmm. to have him dedicated when they're not married. And he, and he was, and they were laughing. The church was laughing and I got up and I walked out. Now that I, I don't want to have anything to do with you and your freaking church. You know, when you start isn't excluding, that exactly what Jesus came to bingo. do. And isn't that what the Pharisees, if you're not sure what the Bible was all about, the Pharisees were the religious law keepers of the time. And they were the people that ultimately had Jesus killed. Right. And, and so that's what Jesus was about, was about grace. And so the thing of it is, is you don't know where anybody's at or what they're going through. To stand up somewhere self-righteously and judge somebody else, whether it's on Facebook in a message or whether it's in a church or anywhere, when you exclude people, you're keeping them away from that experience with this wonderful life that you've got, this relationship with God. You're telling them they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember talking to this about a pastor one time and he said, he actually said it in a sermon. He says, it's harder to get into some churches than it is through the gates of heaven. Right. <laughs> he said, and it's because of people in judgment. Right. And that's the thing. If you run into somebody that is judging you, it's them. It's not God and it's not the church. Mm-hmm. It's just them mm-hmm. and it's their problem. And just like they need to give you grace. It helps to give them grace and just move on because there's somebody else out there that isn't going to judge you for what you're doing. If, if, if we judged everybody that was a sinner, there would be nobody in church. Right. Right. If we excluded them. And so that's kind of my point. And, and my thing with photography is what I'm doing is I'm taking beautiful pictures that I want to take in a context that me and the model are comfortable with. And they go out into the world and what they're talking about is they're talking about the experience and how it's a safe experience and a fun experience and a creative experience. And, you know, they'll tell other people who want to have that same experience. Right. Now, nobody's doing anything that anybody's uncomfortable with. Nobody, you know what I mean? It's. Well, each project is. My point is the greater sin here is excluding somebody from a relationship with God. Right. Not what kind of pictures you're taking or what you're wearing when you're walking around the house in front of your kids. <laughs> you know, just, just to be clear. Okay, it's winter time, so Anna dresses appropriate for the season. She has a thong and she has her Uggs on. Stop it. I had and she shorts. Has a shirt. Oh, you had, yes, you had shorts last night. Not a thong. But it's not unusual for Anna to be wearing your underwear and yeah. a shirt and Uggs if it's cold outside and something else if not yeah, and and hardwood not right hardwood, and, and uh, so it's well that's tile. not you know it's a bad influence on your kids how what are they doing what are they doing that's so heinous and wrong our kids are probably some of the most respectful kids of other people's personal space mm-hmm. they just don't have any hang-ups about their body you know they know we don't like in our family and then lots of families do but we don't we don't walk around nude in right. our in our in our home Right. Uh, part of it is is because of some of the trauma that one of our kids has experienced. Yeah. So that's not healthy for her. Right. Right. And so we have to set boundaries and sort of reach. We definitely have have more boundaries than ever because we have to be uh, aware of that. And it's about teaching self respect, not exactly not modesty. You right. know what I mean? And it's about self respect. And people are not allowed to do this. They're not allowed to do that. And safety. So, yes. Right. And so this is what we're teaching her, but. I, I don't see any ill effects of, of, you know, or we can go back to where I'm from, Saskatchewan, where, you know, you bundle up and, you know, you don't, you know, anyway, very sexually repressed, very, very super, 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 you know, conservative. And those are a lot of people that 
call my work porn, mm-hmm. you know, or used to. They don't anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing. It was porn until I became quite well known around the world and published in lots of magazines. And then it was great photography, right? right. And and uh, well, one of the things you know, when when we first started dating, I remember. You know, after I moved to Las Vegas and we started dating, I never thought anything about your career because I had actually shot with you, you know, months prior um, when I lived in a different city and we just worked together. So I knew how you were mm-hmm. as a photographer, you know. Um, yeah, I worked with you and your sister. Right. You worked with me and my sister and you were extremely professional. We got the pictures and like that. So I never thought about hey, this this might be a career that I don't want to date a guy with that career. Mm-hmm. And then I moved here and you always welcome me in your photo shoots. Actually, you always wanted people there. I prefer you being there. Yes, because then nobody can say, oh, he you tried to do it. Right, yeah. he tried to do this. And what uh, what started to like startle me, it was the fact that so many people came to the photo shoot with the preconceived notion that if they flirted or even if they were, you know, even more than that, maybe they had sex with you or something like that, or at least they put that on the table, they would get preferential treatment and maybe that you would publish them more. And then over and over again, I saw you having to sit down with people and say, listen, you don't have to do that. How about you just model Mm -hmm. and I take the pictures and if they're really good, you best believe that I'm going to submit it and get mm-hmm. it published, right? And it's it was a great thing to see how they change after that. But every one of those girls to the last one yeah. still stays in touch. Right. Still talks to me today and has thanked me many times for that. Because probably all of the other relationships they had up to that point in that industry, in order to move forward, they felt like they had to do that. You know, maybe not have sexual relations, but maybe flirt or, you know, like kind of like play that game, you Mm -hmm. know? And then when they realize, hey, I can come here, I can take amazing pictures and I don't have to compromise anything. It's not work, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. have to do that. Of course, you're going to want to do that. One of the other great that. photographers in the in the fitness industry is a Christian guy, and he takes you know the same kind of pictures I took for years. Yeah, and everybody knows him that way. I won't mention his name because I'm I'm not sure that he would want me to do that. I don't right, know. But, right, right, right. But uh, Just respect yeah, his privacy. he's he's I think he's even a part owner of the magazine, mm-hmm. one of the magazines, and and he is that guy. And everybody called him the Christian guy, but right. everybody wanted to shoot with him because sure. he had amazing pictures. Because it's safe. Right. And, and so that's the thing, you know, in, in that industry, what is normal? And this is the thing, like, like I remember when my grandma died and <laughs> you had picked out a dress that you would wear to a funeral in Brazil. Yes. And Elaine and I were here and it's like, Anna, if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we still call it your, your funeral my dress. My funeral dress. Your Brazilian yes. funeral dress. Oh but it my was, gosh. yeah, it was a tight little hey, black dress. It was a turtleneck that came down all the way to my knee. And was skin tight. Looked awesome But it was like a, a knitted dress. And, and I get it. it I totally like get it. It wasn't like lycra. But if you show up in Tisdale, Saskatchewan with my family there, <laughs> okay, you would be, you know, they'd run you out on a tar and feather you. you know? And that just blew my mind. Right. And that's the thing and so i will wear that dress to our church and nobody blinks right no in our church it wouldn't matter no but that's the thing is that you know you go to some places and you have to adapt right you have to adapt to different cultures right and you do the respectful thing because you don't want to upset anybody at a funeral funeral coveralls 
and and in the fitness industry, what is normal? I mean, understand that the fitness industry, when you're standing on stage right now doing bikini, mm-hmm. part of the competition is is to turn your back to the audience, spread your legs, and bend over, right, to show your hamstrings. I think, right, right, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And so and so that's a norm. And so whatever I do is not unusual for that industry, right? Now. Even in that industry, there are lines that I don't want to cross. Some of them I've crossed in the past. And it's just like, no, I'm never doing that again. Mm -hmm. You know, it just, that's out of my comfort zone. I just don't want to do that, you know? Right. And so it's very much an individual thing. I think more so than the kind of- And what you mean by that is you were hired by certain companies to do a job and then they- they give you the job description of what kind of pictures they want and you take them and you're like, I'm not proud of those pictures. Yeah. I was there. You know, I was there. No, you were there. You were, were there for the whole thing. And, yeah. and ultimately, this is why I left. Right. You know, and so uh, the thing of it is, is that it, the kind of pictures I take, the pictures are not the important part to me. What's important is the relationship that I have. And with pretty much every picture that I take, there's a story that goes with it and I tell the story. Mm-hmm. And, and the purpose of that is to give understanding. So this isn't just an object. Like, you know, I just shot Tiffany Newell. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, the most important thing to me is I met Tiffany when she was a little, little girl. Right. And her mom was my model at that time. Well, now all four girls have all grown up and and hopefully no, I'll Tiffany's get to- Tiffany's yeah. model and, and it's just- Tiffany's in her mid-20s and she's hot as her mom was back right. in the day. And, and so she wanted to model, but, but from her perspective- why wouldn't she model with me? I'm a safe guy that's been a family friend for years. And like, like you no, know and, I mean? and another thing, I, you did that one set where she was wearing like a, uh, I think it was a one piece oh, yeah. thong yeah, yeah. and boots. And you were like, oh, this is, this might be a little weird. And she She's, goes, no, these are my work clothes. Yeah, these are my work clothes. <laughs> and, you know, Terry and I, we don't go to the strip. We don't go out. And we're like, Oh shoot! We live in Vegas. Yeah. She is a bartender or a, a well, server she works at, at, a, at a club, club right? Trip, right? And it's like, oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and that so makes sense. She wasn't uncomfortable. <laughs> That's right. Every night, you know, I can't imagine how well she handles people coming on. And to the her. thing of it is, is that she is a really good kid. I mean, right. all their kids are good. Right. Mom, Bridget, Bridget right. was just really really i mean she was a mom with four kids right now she's a beautiful mom and a sexy mom and an athlete and like that and she just wanted to that's what we did we did pictures and Mm -hmm. so the thing is once you understand what's going on there you know it's not dark and heinous and so don't just look at the picture and judge the picture and don't so don't just assume that the girl in the picture is got no morals and wants to go to bed with you right and don't assume that somehow that she's done something wrong or has been forced to do anything wrong sure and that's the other thing you know so many times i've had models say or well i'd like to shoot and i want to do sexy pictures but i don't want to do trashy yeah and i said it's a camera it just records whatever's there that's up to you it's not up to me yeah it's what you're doing what you're thinking what you're projecting that's what comes into the camera that's what it records it's it's not a magic wand it's a recording device right Right. and uh and then we'd shoot some pictures they go okay i get it now right and you have all the control you know as a model you have all the control and i think this is also good for models to listen to and to you know set your own boundaries yes you know nobody should be should tell you what kind of pictures to take or what kind of poses 
or anything, yep. you know, and do your research before you go shoot with somebody. Right. Because like we know a girl that she was changing and somebody was taking her picture. The photographer was taking her picture without her even knowing. Video, video you know, of video. her changing in the change room. We signed right. a waiver for the video and everything. She just signed it. And so, a whole bunch of girls did that. Discovered that he had a private, like, right. adult site. Right. <laughs> and that, that is your video, yeah. you know, of you changing. So do your research. And then also, if you feel uncomfortable, just leave. Leave leave though you don't have to stay there's nothing in this world that is worth you compromising no and, your, and know what you want to do going in and i'm always big on this is plan the shoot plan the wardrobe plan what you want to do mm -hmm. and and i i do that just because you end up with better art mm -hmm. but you should always do that and don't get coerced into doing anything you don't want to do and exactly. what i always say is okay if you're not sure, we'll shoot it. Let's look at the pictures after. If you don't like it, I'll delete them. Yeah. It does me no good, you know? Right. And and so that's the way I do it. I, I'm sure other photographers do the same thing, you know, because yeah. it's just a respectful thing to do. Right. But don't, don't assume that all photographers are, and that's the other thing. You know, I would say over half of the guys that have got girls that are models, you know, think that the photographers are trying to have sex with their girl. And sure. I, I. That's, that's only if you go for the, cheap ones <laughs> if it's too well i know some expensive photographers yeah. that have done that kind of stuff but <laughs> right but the thing of it is is again do your research yeah you do know your research. that's the thing is talk I, to other people that have shot with them and yeah you know. i'm honestly there for the pictures and that's all i'm there for i just want the pictures that's all and 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 along with the picture i want to tell a story you know and what it does is it takes that person in that picture and it makes them a person again because lots of times people will see them as an object and that's why it's so easy for them to judge. Mm -hmm. If you look for the story, mm -hmm. you'll find out it's a person that's not so easy to judge then. That's right. And I think we'll leave you with that. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple days with another episode of Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. Uh, GoodLadUnscripted.com. There's a little tab there for book a photo shoot if you're interested. I would love, love, love to work with you if you're interested. Give me a call.